Welcome to Swipe Left or Right, a humorous podcast about modern online dating. I'm your host, Tanya. We are going to talk to people from around the country to discuss what it's like dating in various states, in various seasons of life, and on different platforms. We will talk to dating coaches to get some tips on what we are doing wrong and right. We will review dating apps, which are better and which are not so great. We will review articles and data on the latest online dating trends and buzzwords and all the things related to online dating, but mostly we'll laugh and be entertained at the world we may find ourselves in. Hey listeners, it's Tanya. I wanted to jump on here and let you know that my next conversation is with Janessa from Denver and the audio is not that great in parts. She was my first in-studio guest and we're still tweaking it. So give it a listen. Okay, listeners of Swipe Left or Right podcast, I have in studio with me Janessa from Colorado, and she's going to tell us what it's like dating men in Colorado. Hi, Janessa. Welcome to the show. Yes, I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Now, let's just jump right into it. Are you currently online dating? No, not as of recently. I've been off for a couple months. Fantastic. And is that because you've met somebody? I have, yeah. We met at the end of December, and then after a few weeks of dating that person, I chose to take myself offline. So it's new. Fantastic. And do you mind sharing what apps you used when you were online dating? So this most recent time I was on Hinge and Bumble, but historically I think I've tried them all. When I first started in 2014, I think I started with the traditional like eHarmony and Match and actually was paying. And then since then have tried everything else under the sun. (laughs) That's free. Why pay for things when you can get it for free, right? Yeah. I have tried all those apps myself, so I understand what it's like to pay for an app and you get the same quality of men as the free ones if your experience is anything like mine. Yes. And why did you decide to go use online dating as a source to meet potential mates? So when I first started in 20. 20- I think it was 2014, I was actually living in Wyoming. And so the pool of men was real shallow. <laughs> there weren't very many. So I had to widen my reach. And that seemed like the most logical thing to do was try online dating. And then I think it initially kind of started out as just entertainment. And then it kind of got more serious to where I actually started looking. But that was like the initial reason, just because I was living in my hometown, which is also a college town. So everybody was a lot younger. I was a little bit older and a mom and just nobody was on the same level of dating as I was. So you've dated in Wyoming and in Colorado. So you're like a (laughs) multi-state. Yeah. (laughs) And on down I-25. I like it. Just keep on going and you can hit what? New Mexico? I think it's New Mexico. (laughs) Okay. Now we're going to just jump right into the good stuff. Favorite location for first date. 
honestly feel like that depends on the person because I feel like some people can make a certain location or situation more fun than others but I feel like all around I like to do something where we're active like sitting across from each other from a total well not total stranger but somebody you're not familiar with yet to me is extremely nerve-wracking so I prefer like a walk or bowling or like a festival, like something where something else is going on and you can pull from like the outside environment into your conversation so it doesn't get weird. I would say that's like the sweet spot. Are you a little nervous being in studio with me today? Yeah. (laughs) Well, hopefully by the time we're done, I'm just, you know, a girl talking about online dating because I've done it plenty of times myself. That's my, I did that on purpose to sort of, you know, make this a little flow a little better. Okay. Best online dating experience. Mm, I will say I've had like a 50, 50 of like really good first dates and like really terrible ones. So best experience was probably, I had a first date that lasted almost 24 hours Like he had two events planned. One was eating at like a little restaurant where it was like small plates. So it was short, a short eating experience. And then we went to a festival right after. And then based off of both of us enjoying our time, he already had other things lined up and I'm very indecisive. So to have somebody just already have things lined up for us to do, it was perfect. I like it. I'm indecisive too. So I like it when somebody's like, this is what we're doing. And it's exciting. And you want to do it. Yeah. And new experiences. I don't know about you, but if it's a new experience and they suggest it, I am all about trying new experiences. So I think that's a fantastic first date idea. Yeah, me too. Especially because, like I said, if the conversation kind of dies or things get awkward, like you're still having an experience. So you're not just solely relying on the other person to make it enjoyable. I like it. Who picks the location when you start talking to somebody? I really enjoy if somebody will just take the lead. Like I said, I'm indecisive and I feel like I make a million other decisions throughout my day. So someone else can make one for me. I prefer that. However, I also like the idea of like, give me three ideas you have and I'll pick out of that or vice versa. Um, So I feel like it's usually a conversation unless the guy just comes forward and is like, I'd really like to take you here. And then, that's even easier. <laughs> That's fantastic. I like that. How do you communicate at the beginning? Do you solely use the app? Do you exchange numbers? Uh, do you give a fake number? What does the beginning contact look like? I think I've done it all. Um, <laughs> I think initially younger me was like only communicate in the app because that felt the safest. Most recently, like I'm busy and I don't want to be opening a dozen apps. So I feel like after conversation, like after I've weeded through, like this is a real person and they're not weird, then I will try to exchange phone numbers because it's easier to communicate to set up a date. Um, But I have used apps, like other apps, like WhatsApp to communicate or like created a Google phone number. But recently I just have used my phone number. However, I'm like super selective. I wouldn't give out my phone number to somebody didn't feel comfortable and confident in and that I didn't plan on meeting. And then the phone number is usually like within 24 hours of the date. So I like that. How do you weed them out? 
What's the process to be like, this is a real person and I want to get to know this person and this is a bot or this is, person is less than what they portray themselves to be? Yeah, I think after so many years, there's just a vibe. Um, I think I was listening to another guest you had who was talking about like the foreign people that get on there. I feel like those people are really easy to identify initially now they probably weren't years ago but for me now so as far as like weeding out to make sure they're like not weird like maybe they are a real person that really lives in Denver and might really be of the other criteria that they're portraying um I think I a couple of questions I ask are like where do you work like I want to make sure it's like a legitimate spot and then I try to have some kind of like deeper than deeper conversation than just surface stuff before I even decide if they're worth my time on in seeing in person because that can also be terrible if you've only like gotten very surface conversation out before you meet them. So I think it's different with everybody. There's some people though, it'll be like one communication exchange and I'm like, nope. And so it's just an easy delete and block on the app. I like it. Now, once you've decided on a location, who pays for the outing? also changed over the years. Um, younger me was very independent and proud and would not really accept the man trying to pay. Um, usually on the first date, I think I would be okay with it. And then after that, I would want it to be half and half, like 50-50 or like let me pay sometimes. Most recently... Um, I've had some guys who kind of just wait for me to pull my wallet, which is super uncomfortable and awkward. And I'm like, that's a instant, like no second date. Like if you're not even willing to go half or making a gesture. Um, but the, the guy I'm currently dating now, um, he paid on our first date and has insisted on paying for like 90% of our other dates. So I'm growing comfortable with that setup. It's not easy. <laughs> it takes some practice to step back from mentally how you've always done things or how you believe things should be to allow growth in the situation. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think younger me, I heard like a couple guys like mention like, oh, you're just online dating for a free meal, which I was never, but I took it personally. It was like, I'm never going to be that person. So then I just came on really strong with like, I will pay for both of us or I will pay for myself, like not needing to be paid for because I didn't want to be that person. But yeah, I'm more mature now and I think it's a little easier to step back. Absolutely. Maturity does that. Age is a beautiful thing, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So stepping back, we sort of started the process of what does planning and organizing the date look like, but let's step back to the process of swiping left or right. What when you were on a dating app, what did you find attractive that caused you to swipe right on a profile? So I feel like I'm similar as most humans and it's like an initial picture that catches your eye. Um, so kind of depending on where I'm at in my day or my energy level of swiping, Sometimes I will just swipe based on a picture and not read until like communication starts. I've been bitten 
couple times by doing that and regretful. So if I'm like consciously doing it, it's like obviously a picture that captures attention and then actually reading. And I would say I'm most interested in people that actually took time to fill it out and have some kind of engaging, um, I'm trying to think, I think it's Hinge allows you to record audio, which I've never personally done, but that's usually like a good hook for me. Like if you were bold enough to record yourself answering a question and it's a good one, um, or if you can use any kind of humor, that's like an automatic yes. I'm going to have to try Hinge just so I can record something. I've recorded myself and never <laughs> published it because I'm like, I sound funny or it doesn't sound right. And these guys, there's some guys, like, I think that's really attractive. If you can just like hit record and submit it for, you know, the whole dating world to listen to. I'm like, I like that confidence. So that's usually an automatic. And that kind of starts a good conversation as well. Well, just so you know, you just got a huge confidence boost because that is exactly what you're doing right now is we're going to send your voice out to the universe when this episode is published. Nope. I like to surprise my guests by words that come out of their mouth. So well done, Janessa. Okay. So you just swipe randomly depending on what's going on in your day and where you are. Once that initial swipe happens and you match with somebody, what do you wait for them to initiate contact? Do you initiate contact? What does that in first contact look like? So on Bumble, the female initiates first, which I do like that because is what I usually do is I think they have set questions that you can send out that, so you don't really have to think hard. Um, and I enjoy that because I think if I remember right, both parties have to answer the question so you can see the other person's answer. And so that's kind of fun. Um, and I enjoy doing that. However, on Hinge, I think that's where I kind of take the back seat and wait for somebody to reach out to me. But now that I'm thinking about it, I think the guy I'm dating currently, I reached out. So I think if I'm like more curious or interested, then I'll, I'll throw the first, the first message out their way and see if I get anything back. Like it. Very bold. Yeah. We as women have to sometimes just take the initiative and do what we need to do. So I appreciate it. I mean, I would never do that in a face-to-face -face setting. So it's kind of like my little itty bitty bit of confidence of like, I can at least send a message. I would probably never walk up to somebody in a social setting first. That might, that might take a little bit of time and effort, but thankfully you don't have to worry about that because you're dating yeah, somebody. Okay, so if you're like some of us, you probably have a circle of friends that you get feedback from and their input. So when you were online dating, did you have a go-to person where you were like, what do you think of this person? What, does this sound stupid? Can you help me with my profile? Did you have that circle or that person to help you set up your profile and when you were online dating? So this has also evolved over time. The first few years, I like, I remember like setting up like a photo shoot and like having friends pick the pictures. Like it was very stressful. And then it was like, how should I reply? What should I say? Like there was always somebody by my side for the first couple rounds. Um, now I've not given it as much thought. So usually I will like send a few pictures to a couple of friends and be like thinking about this, putting it about thinking about putting this on a dating profile, what do you think? 
and they they give me feedback. But as far as I think lifestyle has just changed where I don't have friends in close physical proximity to sit next to me and fill out a profile. Um, but I will say there's a couple girlfriends I have in the Denver area that have online dated similar, like similar times that I have. And we will oftentimes screenshot profiles and be like, have you dated this person? Cause some of us have similar tastes. Um, or there are occasions where we'll just like screenshot and be like, look who's still on here from 2019 or something, which we're on there as well. So we don't have much room to talk, but I would say now it's more of a virtual like support system. Whereas like when I first started, it was like a living room sitting down, check this out. What do you think? And like, it was a group effort. Well, if you ever need somebody to look at your profile with you in the future, but not right now, let me know. Cause we'll go to Scotty's and have a drink. And I'm a perfect wingman for this. I've actually done that before. I've been sitting like at a bar or in a social setting where you can tell somebody's swiping and it's kind of fun to just lean in and be like, Hey, total stranger. But I'm like that person, give them a try. And so that's been kind of fun. Cause like there's, you know, zero risk there. Like hopefully it goes well for that person. <laughs> But thank you for the offer. I'm hoping to not have to fire up my, I think Hinge is like the dating app that's meant to be deleted. And so I'm yes. hoping that that is what has happened here, but hopefully I don't have to reinstall apps. Well, I'm sending a positive vibes for you because I think that that is, if that is your end goal, like I went through my 151st date season where I enjoyed dating. That was fun for me. I know most people say you what and why, but that was a good time for me. And now that's not what I'm looking for, but um, you have deleted the app. So yeah. Cheers. That's actually a similar mission I was on when I most recently fired up the apps was I was like, I'm going to go on 20 first dates in this calendar year. And then I met the guy I'm dating on the first date. And then I had two more dates after, but they were first dates and they weren't great. And so I didn't get far into my 20 date challenge. I'm going to send him a basket of fruit or something as a congratulations. <laughs> right. You made her delete her delete app. Well done. And I got three dates in. Well done. Okay. How do you prepare for a date? Somebody asks you out, you plan the location. What, how much time do you prepare making yourself? ready for said first contact, as I call it. Like everything else that has definitely evolved. I think younger me took a lot more time and was super stressed about what to wear and how I was going to present myself. And I think it was really easy to like get all dolled up and present obviously your best self, but maybe not your most natural everyday self and just maturity and years. I'm now like, you're going to see me how you're going to see me on the second, third and 20th date. Um, so I also can get in my head and overthink things, which is probably how this guy, part of the reason he won me over, it was a, do you want to meet for lunch today instead of let's meet next weekend? So I couldn't like think about it too much. It was literally like, what am I throwing on in the next hour? Um, so yeah, I think just maturity and age, you get more comfortable with just showing up as yourself and not having to put on a you know, all the makeup and the fanciest of clothes to impress somebody. I like that. If I could go on every first date in leggings and a t-shirt, that's, that would be my wardrobe. Pretty sure it was leggings and a sweater and a messy bun, maybe with a headband. So <laughs> I like I mean, it. You don't have to get too fancy for fun. Yeah, after Christmas, most people 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did do something right because he kept coming back. Right? So he yeah. must like the messy yeah, bun. The messy bun and the leggings. That's because that's all you need to do. I like it. Okay. Have you ever taken a guy on a date to a location where you knew the bartender or you had a friend who worked there or something just so they could give you in-person feedback? No, but I, it's apparently common because I have guys ask me that all the time. They'll be like looking around like, is your friend here? And I'm like, no. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, that is genius. But no, I've never actually done that. I do have friends that follow my location though. And I usually am like, hey, and I'll like send them a screenshot of like who I'm going on the date with and we're meeting at this location at this time. Like it should be wrapping up in an hour, hour and a half, if not you know, send out the search party, but no, nobody's ever been physically on location. That was going to be my next question is what are your safety parameters for going on a date? Um, so I definitely usually have at least two people following my location. And then I send out the address and the location usually to like a handful of friends because some people won't get it. The text in time, especially like in this case, it was like super spur of the moment this date. And then like a screenshot of their profile picture and then their name. So it's, I feel like it's the best I can do without physically having somebody <laughs> present. Um, and I've never actually had to like rely on it. I've had longer dates. Like for instance, the Skyer first date, I think I told a friend, I was like, it should be done in like hour, hour and a half. And we were there for over two hours. So she's like texting me, like, is everything okay? You know, your, your pin hasn't moved. What's happening. And so I've had that happen where like a date's going really well and the people are, like, should we be worried? Is it going great? Like, will we tell us what to do? But if the date's going well, you're not on your phone either. So um, I think there's always like that little loophole of it could be just going really well and I'm not missing. <laughs> I've had those dates myself, so I understand. Nicest way somebody has ever said they're not interested or you've said to somebody I'm not interested. So I've actually thought about this when I've been listening to your other episodes. I will say I had a guy tell me he wasn't interested, but he, this was after the first date, and I actually wasn't either, so I was kind of glad he brought it up, because I feel like it's, for me anyways, it's easier to get the news than give the news. I would much rather somebody tell me, but then he said that he had a friend, and I was like, I don't know if I could take that as a compliment or not, but like, I'm... I'm good. I like, I was like, thank you. Like I actually was feeling the same way, like not interested in your friend. Um, but I thought I was like, well, he thought highly enough of me to like think of a friend. I think he also said it was like his best friend from childhood. So it was somebody he knew really well. So I'm like, maybe he was playing matchmaker well and I didn't take the bait, but, um, I don't believe in ghosting anymore. That is also something that's evolved. Younger me did that all the time and happened to me all the time. Now I'm like, it feels terrible. And I also feel like as evolved humans that I don't think you have to give an explanation to the person. Like you can keep it with one sentence. Like I wasn't feeling it. I didn't feel romantic, whatever. But I do feel like the other person deserves to know rather than like blocking them or just not saying anything, especially if you had been talking for some amount of time before you met them in person. Like, I don't know. So I think the like generic, like I didn't feel a connection. Um, however, if it goes poorly or like the person gave me like a weird vibe or something, 
I have some not so nice ways that I use occasionally. (laughs) I once had a, I once had a guy tell me that I was ugly in person and not as pretty as my photos. And so therefore he was disappointed in our date. So I, I have evolved myself in how I receive the news that I'm not somebody's perfect and also in how I deliver it based on the feeling that I had when I was told that. So I've evolved as well. Wow. I have not gotten that. Yes. Okay. Now to the good stuff. Worst online dating experience. So or top two. The first one, which will be the top, hopefully forever. Um, I'll keep it short and sweet. We never actually made it to the date. It was actually the first person I met in my online journey who had filled me with a bunch of lies that I fell for, fell for because I was new to the experience. Um, and he had told me that he was dying in a hospice and he did it like an end of life companion. And I fell for it and had a group of friends around me feeding into this falling for it. And I was going to be there by his side until one night he came clean and we never even met in person. This was one we talked a while because I was in Wyoming and I believe he was in Colorado. So it wasn't easy to meet up. And then he came clean and said that um, he was lying, that he was just using that to reel me in. And it was one devastating because I felt like I had invested a lot into this human that I thought really needed a companion. And two, I just think I got off the dating apps for, I think only a few months, but I was just like, okay, if this is the experience, I don't want any part of it. So that one didn't even make it to a a date, thankfully. Um, The second one, I think I'll leave it at that because I I don't think anything compares (laughs) to somebody telling you they're dying and you believing them and, uh, you know, really opening up your heart to somebody that you think you're going to be there for and then they're like, just kidding um because it went on for several weeks so i hope that nothing like that ever happens again that would be pretty devastating and wrong on so many levels so i'm sorry you had to experience that yeah that was literally the first person i met when i jumped on and i think we actually met on something that you paid for like eHarmony or match like it was like a what I felt like a more legitimate thing. I think after that, I was like, we're going to do plenty of fish. Like we're going to go down the rabbit hole because nothing will compare to that shit show. Oh, that's so sad. Okay. We're almost out of time, but is there any piece of advice that you would give the listeners from your experience? And you said you've listened to the other episodes. So is there something that you would share with our audience to help them in their online dating journey? Um, I feel like I do have a lot of advice just because I've been doing this for so long and the things I've learned, like I said, that have evolved over the years. So the biggest thing that stands out to me is like just being yourself, like not putting the most perfect pictures of yourself on there, like forget the filters, which I get that's a new thing that we did not have in 2015 when I started. Um, So if you're presenting your most authentic real self, in your profile, then it's easier to show up as that in person because it's going to match. And if you're presenting something that's not you or always you, then it's really hard to reach that every time, especially in person. And I think when I accepted that and just led with that, that's when things started going more smoothly and I was finding more like fruitful dating experiences than when I was putting forward somebody that I 
wasn't really every day. Um, and then also not fully judging a book by its cover, because I think I've met a lot of really great people that maybe their profiles weren't great. In my case, I'm dating only men. So I think we have to remember like men probably aren't sitting down with friends like, what does this picture look like? Let's be honest, the men, like men's pictures are terrible. So <laughs> I think also just realizing like, this might not be their best foot forward, but like maybe give them a, you know, give them a shot on a first date. Cause I just, their profiles compared to ours. I have a guy friend that online dates and I'm like, we really bring it with our profiles and the men. I'm like this like weird bathroom selfie that you have with the dim lighting, like, and then you meet them in person. You're like, why would you ever post to that? So I think just not judging people fully on the profile. Those are probably my two big pieces of just being yourself and then not fully judging a guy on his profile. Joey, if you're out there listening, you should probably not tell women that they're ugly in person. Just FYI. <laughs> You shouldn't have said I was ugly in person. But anyway, is there anything that I didn't ask that you would like to share with our audience today? Um, I would I also just like have fun with it wherever you're at. I think somebody else has talked about this too. Of like, even if your goal is to meet a life partner or someone that you want to get married to, don't get stuck in that box because there's thousands of steps that happen before you get to marriage. So go into it as like it's dating and it's supposed to be fun. And if you can't have fun with that person, then having them as your life partner or getting married to them is kind of out the window anyway. So like having fun with it and not fully going in with like the end goal in mind on the first date. That is all very solid advice. I wish we would, would have talked when I started my online dating journey. It would have saved me hours of making myself pretty to be ugly. Yeah. I wish I had me eight years ago. Me too. Well, I thank you for being on the show. We will have you back on the show after a little while to see how things are going with you and your guy and check in. I always like to check in with my guests and... If you think of something else, um, maybe shoot me a message and we can do a second interview. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thanks for listening to episode 10 of Swipe Left or Right podcast. Hit the subscribe button to keep updated on the latest and greatest. And don't forget to follow podcast on Instagram. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest and talk about your online dating experience, send an email to swipe left or right podcast at gmail.com. I look forward to next week's guest to hear more best and worst online dates. Be safe and always entertained while swiping left or right. <laughs>